From VT Digger, I'm Mike Dougherty. This is The Deeper Dig. This week, as nursing home visitation rules begin to relax, some residents' family members worry that they still won't be involved in caring for their loved ones as long as COVID-19 remains a risk. And for elderly patients with dementia, some family members say the damage has already been done. Back in early September, I got a message from Rebecca Whittemore Arsenault. Rebecca's mom, Geraldine, lives at the Mountain View Center, a long-term care facility in Rutland. And at the time, Rebecca was getting frustrated that the visitation policies there weren't really working for her mom. Well, she's 96 years old. She'll be 97 in February. Before the virus hit, I was spending all the time I could with her. I'd even lay down with her and take a nap, and we would hold each other. And uh, I haven't been able to go in. I haven't been able to check on her or anything. This is going on six months. The facility was allowing outdoor visits with masks, where both people had to be six feet apart. But Geraldine has cataracts and hearing loss, so she and Rebecca couldn't really talk this way. Plus, Geraldine has Alzheimer's and didn't fully understand the circumstances. I go down to the window to see my mom, and one reason why I can't is because she'll motion her hand, you know, come inside. I want you to come inside. And I will explain to her, you know, about the virus and everything. But I said, you know, we have to follow rules. Geraldine's dementia is why she's at Mountain View in the first place. Rebecca used to care for her at home, but started to feel like her mom needed 24-hour attention. She started getting up during the night, and we had an episode that really scared me. Uh, She got up and emptied out all of her dresser drawers onto the middle of the floor. And I said, you know, Mom, what are you going to do with your clothes? And she says, oh, I don't know. It's not what bothered me is that she got up and emptied her drawers or anything like that. What bothered me is that I didn't hear her. I didn't hear a sound. I live right off from Route 7, and I kept thinking, my God, what if she decided she was going to go out for a walk? Or what if she decided she wanted a cup of tea and she put a tea kettle on or, you know, in the middle of the night? I just, I decided this is too dangerous, so I had to place her. For the past seven years at Mountain View, Rebecca was used to helping her mother around the facility, helping her eat and sleep. A few months into the pandemic, she wondered why she couldn't just follow the same precautions as the nurses who were doing those same duties. They're living their lives, they're doing their thing, and yet they're, they're able to go back in and work every day. And yet the loved ones who have elderly people in the nursing home that are living on borrowed time, we're not allowed to go in and hold our loved ones, talk to our loved ones. Visitation guidelines carve out some exceptions for what's called compassionate care, which mostly includes people in end-of-life care. Even though Geraldine has Alzheimer's and some other health issues, she's not clinically considered to be in end-of-life care. My mom, once she goes to sleep... I can't remember. It's a heart problem she has. Her heartbeats go down where it's it's hardly beating. It might beat 16 times a minute. The doctor told me what's going to happen is that her heart's just going to shut off and that's going to be it. So every time I get a call from Mountain View, it's like my heart goes up in my throat because I'm so 
afraid that they're going to tell me she passed. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard emotionally. It's, it's really physically draining because I think of my mom every day. And I want to be with her. We're, we're on a limited time here. I don't know exactly how much time we have left. And then I sit here and I think about what the consequences would be of my donning a mask and just going down and walking into the building and trotting right down to my mother's room. What would the facility do? Would I get arrested? Would they file a no trespass charge against me? I don't know how much longer this is going to go on. A few weeks after we first talked, Rebecca got a letter from Mountain View that said starting October 1st, she could visit her mother inside the facility. I talked to her about it this week. There was still going to be a a partition, uh, and of course you'd still have to wear your mask. However, it was going to be inside, and I was ecstatic. I was happy because that way there I'd be able to look my mother over closely. It was a glimmer of hope. But just a few hours later, she got bad news. Two employees at a long-term care facility in Rutland test positive for COVID-19. Two employees at the Mountain View Center nursing home in Rutland are positive for COVID-19. The results came in Friday and testing began within the facility the same day. I wonder if you could just tell me what it felt like, you know, when you heard that news that there were cases in the facility. My heart just dropped. A lot of emotions go through just to answer the phone when I see it, the nursing home she's in, my heart skips a beat, you know, and uh, immediately I was crying and everything because I had just called my mom and told her. And it's, it's, it's depressing. We're back to square one again. And now, you know, they've got these phases that you have to go through one through. We were at phase four going into phase five, and that had taken seven months. I can imagine that this is so frustrating because, you know, the months that you're talking about here, that that's just time that you're never going to get back, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. These, these months are gone. And I just, I, I, I appreciate the precautions that the nursing homes are taking and everything, but somewhere in there, in their, in their policies or in their guidelines, they've got to take into effect that these are elderly people we're talking about that need their families and their families need them. I'm, I'm 57 years old and I still need my mom's hugs. As long as she's here, I want to hold her and I want her arms around me. Rebecca said she'd written to the governor and her state representative and nothing had changed. But in late September, the federal agency that regulates long-term care facilities put out new guidance that state officials said changed the landscape for visitation. Now, the state is working to figure out how to implement those guidelines safely in Vermont. I think everybody, you know, including the federal government, certainly the state of Vermont, is trying to to really weigh the risks and the benefits of this, recognizing that there's a benefit to more visitation, but also that it will increase the risk, you know, for each facility and increase the risk for residents. And so balancing that is going to be something that everybody's working really hard to do. 
for the next few months. This is Monica Hutt, the commissioner of the Vermont Department of Disabilities, Aging, and Independent Living. She said facilities so far have done extraordinary work keeping residents safe as all these state and federal guidelines have shifted. She also recognizes that for families, indoor visitation needs to happen. What we're trying to do as a state is to make sure that we can offer our best guidance and advice about how to do that safely, trying to put some guardrails around the requirements from CMS um, and ensure that we can um, inform and enable all of those nursing home and staff and administrators to, to do the kind of indoor visitation that's required, but to do it in a way that will keep um, all of their residents as safe as possible. Got it. And still the restrictions are really clear around physical distance, about masking. You know, really it is a, it is a strict set of guidelines around how to conduct these in a way that minimizes the risk to residents. I wonder, you know, some of the folks that we've heard from are patients that had dementia or some form of memory loss whose family members were really deeply involved in their care. And that we've heard frustration from these folks that, you know, even visitation, even if it's indoors, uh, you know, with masks and behind plexiglass, it really still doesn't allow them the level of involvement in their family members' care that they once had and, and that they feel their family member needs. Where do these new guidelines kind of leave people in that position? Yeah, it's a really important and, and, and it's a great question. Um, there is no doubt that this virus has taken a toll um, on everybody, on family members and on residents alike. And so this guidance continues, as I said, and, and really focuses on, on these core principles that require physical distancing and masking. Um, it also lets our facilities know that if there are really specific situations you know, not global discussions, but really specific situations in which a, uh, an individual's health and well-being is being seriously impacted, um, that, that what they should do is contact the Vermont Department of Health and talk through that really individual situation. That can't happen for every single resident. It's not going to be able to happen for every single family. Um, and I realize how incredibly frustrating that is. But I think trying to leave a little bit of wiggle room when there's a real significant impact for the resident just to think through, is there anything else that can happen? Any other way to do this? You know, realizing what a, what a total, a lack of, of visitation and contact has been taking, again, on, on residents and on families. You know, I know that uh, some of these reopening guidelines have laid out these different phases. In terms of somebody who has a loved one who they really feel like they need to be involved in that person's care and they want to be back in the sense of visiting that person's room, helping them with meals, things like that. Do you have a benchmark of what it's going to take to get back to that point where we're going to be in COVID-19 that allows that to happen again? It's a great question. I, I will be honest and say I definitely don't have a benchmark at this point in time. I feel like there's a slow, steady movement towards um, moving back towards more traditional, but with all of these guardrails in place. Um, it's hard to imagine removing the guardrails, recognizing how vulnerable we would be without them. Um, until we feel like the virus isn't an issue, you know, and I hate to hinge it on a vaccine or absolute, you know, elimination of the virus. That seems like a long time into the future and a, and a hard thing to hold to. But yeah. I, I think what we're really focused on is just very slow, steady progress and trying to kind of check ourselves at each step 
to make sure that that we've we've dotted all of the I's and crossed all the T's and really kept um, the degree of safety that we think is so valuable here in Vermont. Recognizing again that families and residents of all of these facilities need one another to thrive. I mean, that's really clear. When I called Rebecca back this week, she said Geraldine's stress was getting worse. How's your mom? Well, she's still hanging in there. I talked to her just about every day. Um, talked to her yesterday, and it, it it amazes me as bad as her her Alzheimer's is. Uh, I said, "How are you doing, Mom?" And she says, "I am so sick of looking at this room." <laughs> I bet. You know, it's been months, and and I I think like I told you before, they're like prisoners with with no visitation rights. People who work with memory loss patients say that social interaction is key to staving off the progression of diseases like Alzheimer's. They also say dementia is often accompanied by grief for both the patient and their family members. Well, there's some times that I can talk to her and you can tell she's depressed. I get my depression from her. She, winter time is her worst time. She, she goes through depression during the winter. And I'm, that's another thing that I'm worried about is that she's just, you know, not having any, I'm her only one that, that went in to see her. And I just worry that she's going to get depressed and she's going to give up. Her only hope now is that the rules will relax while Geraldine is still here. When I talk to her before I hang up, I'm always saying, you know, don't you go anywhere, Mom. We've got plans because we had planned on um, my dad and my family's buried over in Riverside Cemetery in Sherburne. I told her, you know, when the leaves start changing color, that we'd take a ride over to the cemetery and then we always take a ride around Kemp Pond to see if we can see any ducks or any canoers or, you know, and she's looked forward to it. I mean, my mother's four years from being 100 years old. I'm pretty sure she's not going to make it, but that's what we're striving for. A spokesperson for Genesis Healthcare, which operates the Mountain View Center, said indoor visits will start next week if the latest round of tests that followed last month's positive cases come back negative. In an emailed statement, they said, We understand that families are anxious to see their loved ones, but clearly we must follow state and federal guidelines and proceed in a way that is as safe as possible for patients, residents, staff, and visitors. read more about Rebecca's story at vtdigger.org and find all of our COVID-19 coverage at vtdigger.org slash coronavirus. You're listening to The Deeper Dig, a weekly podcast from the VT Digger newsroom. Search for it and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and you'll get new episodes as soon as they land. We use music this week by Blue Dot Sessions and Lee Rosevere. We'll be back next week with more stories from the Digger newsroom. See you then. <laughs>